you going to go to Chicago soon, or is that still in the, the books? Uh, yeah, I believe so. Ah, that just reminded me I really need to contact Eric, because I keep... He sent me a message, like, two weeks ago now about this music festival in New York, and it's going to be, like, around the time that we're going to be in Chicago, which will be in August, at the end of August, early ah, September. End of August. Okay, wow. Yeah. We just got back from Chicago, and it was real nice. Yeah? Trafficy as fuck, but real nice. Ah, I really want to go there. I went to a comics thing next to Wrigley Stadium. So I spent $120 there. Oh, my gosh. Buying people's comics. And then That's I saw cool. Jonah Ray near the Wrigley Stadium. What? And he was funny. He's gotten way funnier. Yeah, he is funny. Have I told the story of when I saw him at FYF? Nope. Well, we were walking through... I guess from one band to the next, and I saw Jonah Ray just kind of sitting along the side, like a bar, basically. And I, like I told Marissa, but I didn't want to be very like weird about it. So as we were walking by, I was just like, "Hey, Jonah Ray, like, congrats on MS3, uh, MST3K." He's like, "Oh, hey, thanks." Like, how'd you try to kind of like thought maybe I would stick around and chat for a moment? I think. And it's just like, all right, goodbye, and walked away. He went to a show at someone's house in Bloomington, and mm-hmm. my friend Eric Ayat was playing. Imagine yourself anywhere but here, taking pictures, and bring them back so everyone can see the proof that you had been there in the With Ryan Harvey. From the sweatshop prisons to the cops in the schools. Got the middle class living like it's gonna last. Working longer, harder hours for less and less cash. Got the media spins, Republican twins. Got the war profits here for great executive grins. And I guess he was in town and just wanted to go. And I remember talking to him briefly about a comic that I just put out. I was like, just joking around, like, guys, I didn't know who he was. I was like, oh, hey, man, you want to buy this comic I just put out? I just I was trying to, like, sell it to everybody. It was like a joke. Like, me and my friend Emily were in this thing called As You Were, and I was trying to, like, push it on people in a very jestingly way. Well, let's back this up. I didn't know who he was. Like, and I liked Jonah Ray. I liked his stand-up, and I liked The Nerdist at the time. And then later I was listening to The Nerdist, and he's like, yeah, I went to a house show, saw Eric Ayotti. He said his name wrong. Uh-huh. And Ryan Harvey. And I was like, holy shit, that was that guy. <laughs> When we saw him in Chicago, I talked to him afterwards. It was like a weird meet. It was the weirdest meet and greet I've ever seen in my life. Also, I hate meet and greets. And I yeah. could tell he did too. I wandered up to him and I was like, hey, I met you in the backyard. And basically, I told him that on Twitter all the time because I think it's funny and I think I'm funny. And he's like, that's funny because I don't remember meeting anybody. I remember sitting by myself and not saying anything. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. Well, good. I mean, it was. And I, that's how I remember just sitting. But I thought he like had a friend with him. Yeah. And, but he just said he was sitting by himself quietly in this backyard where everyone was just like talking and me and emily were running around being like yo buy our comic strip baby yeah but it was it was that was that he has a music podcast i've never listened to oh yeah that's true jonah radio Probably a better music podcast than ours. As you know, I often think that I, uh, me and Jonah Ray may have a difference in a musical opinion. <laughs> I, so, I'm i pretty confident in that. I know he likes the punk, but yeah. he also likes a lot of other stuff that I'm not a fan of. Oh, yeah, so, for sure. You know, difference of opinion, baby. <laughs> yeah. 
He was at I like a, ska. What are you going to do? This is true. <laughs> he was at a Head Wound City concert I was at, too, I believe. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Well, maybe our opinions aren't that different. You know what, Jonah Ray? Maybe our <laughs> opinions aren't that different. Yeah. Sounds like yeah. we just want to be buddies with these alt comics like Jonah Ray and Paul Rust. Like, hey, guys, yeah. come hang out with us. <laughs> Johnny and Rick over here. Oh, dude. Want to be our buddies? I'm actually, I wish I they would. Yeah. You know what? I don't I don't get starstruck. I don't want to be their friends because yeah. they uh, they're famous right. or they're funny. I just wanted to be their friends so they can think I'm funny. Exactly. <laughs> That's it. I might delete that. <laughs> so, Rick, I guess we should just get into it. What have you been listening to? I've been listening to this emo band. Oh, I forgot. Uh... <laughs> That's not true. Damn. I, here's the lead up. For the longest time, because I'm a dumb white dude, uh, <laughs> I got two groups mixed up. I do not like N.W.A., Okay. Right off the bat, don't enjoy NWA at all. And how I've tried, but can't get into <laughs> it. It's just too violent. Yeah, and just not into it. Like musically, lyrically, nothing. You know, I, I like I like what they back sometimes, and that's sometimes. Yeah. But when I pulled out a public enemy CD. Out of my CDs the other day, I was like, why do I have this? I hate this band. I got NWA <laughs> and Public Enemy confused. Uh. Because I'm a dumb white guy. <laughs> <laughs> but I put it in the car and fucking loved it. It was Fear of a Black Planet and front to back, all good. Because it flows really, it's like the spacing of it is really good. Why didn't I bring the album with me? But I'll just say it's the only public enemy I ever heard. And from that point on, I did so much goddamn research on public enemy. Let's talk about uh, uh, Burn Hollywood Burn. Burn Hollywood Burn, I smell a riot going on. First the guilty, now they're gone. Yeah, I'll check out a movie, but it'll take a black one to move me. Get me the hell away from this TV. All this news and views are beneath me. So all I hear about is shots ringing out. About gang putting each other's head out. So I'd rather kick some slang out. All right, fellas, let's go hang out. Hollywood, a Woodday night. Make us all look bad like I know they had. Really good song. I've recently sent that to you. Yeah, that's <laughs> it's a right. Good song. No, I didn't send it to you. I posted. No, you on posted her, on, on her Twitter. Twitter. And that's a good song, and still holds up about how black people are treated in movies and yes. who they get to play. Many intelligent black men seem to look uncivilized when on the screen. Like I guess I figure you to play some jigaboo on the plantation. What else can a nigga do? And black women in this profession, after playing a lawyer, out of the question. I don't know. Here's here's a song from that album that's good. Took the fall, broke the laws. Not my fault that they're falling off. Known as fair square throughout my years. So I growl at the living house. Black to the bone, my home is your home. But welcome to the Terror Dome. Come on, you can get it, get it, get it. 
Here's another song from that album that's good. They don't know what we're going to see. To turn it all around to my sisters, I communicate with the bass and tone. Two speakers in the microphone. Cause I'm proud of America dissing my sisters. For example, I date this to one. Here's this weird audio clips of a radio show that Chuck D was on. Hello. Yes, hello. Yes. Uh, I've seen these guys. I saw them warm up for the Beastie Boys last year. How are they? How were they? I thought it was one of the most appalling things I have ever seen. There were two gentlemen in cages on either side of the stage with fake Uzis. That also features this part. <laughs> yes, hello. Yes, Alan, I think that white liberals like yourself have difficulty understanding that Chuck D's represent uh, the frustrations of the majority of black youth out there today. I do understand that. Yeah, but before he came on, you were brand new. Well, if you had read the stuff I'd read about him uh, and the way he's been portrayed in the American uh, press. There it is. Here's so, Flavor Flav just saying, yeah. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Here's the theme song to Flavor Flav's reality TV show. <laughs> which one flavors of love is that what it's called oh yeah 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 wasn't there another one where he was like actually married to like brigitte nelson or something i don't know (laughs) oh man so I was trying to tell someone the other day that public Im- uh, public I keep saying public images, which is fucking terrible. <laughs> public images limited. Uh, here they are. There they are. Every episode. <laughs> public Enemy is one of the great cartoon bands that I put in that genre of, like, the Ramones. Or My Suddenly My Brain Broke. But, like, bands that are, like, have, like, a look to them that they're yeah. almost like a cartoon, like the Beatles. The the but Public Image Limited is... Public Image Limited, God damn it! <laughs> God Public damn it, Johnny Enemy. Rock. Get out of here. <laughs> oh, hello. Did you call me? Uh, Public Enemy, Chuck D. You go through an hour when I jump in my car. People treat me like a reef after you fall. No matter who you are when I'm up the par. I bet you go hip hop or rare rock. The basic dude of the group. This very smart dude. Loves Jimi Hendrix and The Clash. I found out. To his stage left is his buddy Flava Flav that most people don't know what he does. What do you gotta say about this? A force so strong that you can't resist. You may as well join him. You know you can't beat him. Pack a hundred people. You know you're gonna need him. He just wears crazy outfits. Drinks out of a baby bottle in a lot of the videos. <laughs> what? <laughs> I've never seen noticed that. that. I I watched a tour of a black planet today, which is like a home video they released in 1992, mm-hmm. maybe. And a lot of the videos he's drinking out of a baby bottle. That's crazy. The record label didn't want anything to do with Flava Flav, but Chuck D said if Flava Flav wasn't coming, then he's not doing anything. Like Flava Flav had to be there. Damn. Like basically, Chuck D is just supporting his buddy Flava Flav. But also, some of the Flava Flav solo songs are really good. Like the nine one one is a joke. Yeah, I dialed nine one one a long time ago. Don't you see how late they're reacting? They only come and they come when they want to 
corner So get them off truck and involve the corner They don't care cause they stay paid anyway They treat you like an ace that can't be betrayed I know you stumble with no use people If your life is on the line then you're dead today And that I can't do nothing for you man those tracks specifically i can't remember any specific flavor of flav tracks but you've heard 911 is a joke right yeah yeah need to be in the pawn shop on them 911 is a joke we don't want them i call a cab because the cab will come quicker the doctors are up and call a flea flicker reason why i say that because they flick you off like please they be laughing at you while you're crawling on your name and yeah okay i know what it is yeah but he's a, a big track. he's a big kooky guy Real wild, did a lot of drugs, which is the polar opposite of the guy to uh, Chuck D's right, Professor Griff and the S1Ws, who's like super religious, doesn't smoke, doesn't drink, and he likes his little dance crew to not to smoke or drink. But they all wear military garb, carry Uzis, and march slash dance in these weird movements while they play. And sometimes Professor Griff would like sing, very rarely. Apparently, not apparently, but... Uh, Professor Griff and Flava Flav hated each other to a point where Flava Flav almost killed him. Like, Professor Griff tried to beat him up, and yeah. Flava Flav went to the studio with a gun to shoot him, and then something told him not to. And Flava Flav is also very, very, very Christian. He loves the Lord. Yeah. Now, I'm assuming. Yeah. But Professor Griff was kicked out of Public Enemy for saying something about uh, hating Jews. Uh, he was pushed out of the group uh, because people were saying he was, uh, if you don't like Jewish folks. Anti-Semitic. He was anti-Semitic. Why did I forget that word? <laughs> and he was pushed out, but the S1W stuck around. They still dance. And I think later on, Professor Griff was back in the band. And then behind the group, you're going to get everybody. You got Terminator X. The DJ, who wears these crazy black visor sunglasses, does not speak in interviews, doesn't speak to anybody, is completely silent, and just stares straight forward while he's doing the DJ stuff. That's crazy. And he apparently has like a solo record, I just found out today. I haven't listened to it, but we're going to hear it now, I guess. Daddy on the rhythm now, I go steps or two, and I betcha, with the two life crew, and we'll get ya. Even got to mix a lot, MC like, that's right, huh, she can win a run fight, with the four with incredible feats, Terminator X, Valley of the G. Also, Professor Griff has a solo record, and it's him just, the cover was like, fuck you, bitches, idiots. Like, this is really like... <laughs> Really mean-spirited. I didn't pick it up. That's needless crazy. to say. Yeah, they're really good. And early before the show, I I ask you, when do you remember the last Public Enemy record coming out? Right. And you would guess 2003-ish. Yeah. And I told you 2017 because they have 13 albums. That's insane. Still don't get a confused I've been killing it, dude. Elevated the to shoes. It is what it is. So be it. Ain't just pointing to my fitted. It's what's inside it. Get it. It's happening, it's got feeling, it's got groove, power to the people, it's got nothing to lose. You can bob it, weave it, some love it, some leave it. Knowledge is power, but some keep it a secret. Some really need it, some say it. That's truly insane in the membrane. 
<laughs> My friend made fun of me because it seems like all I ever listened to is uh, early 90s hip-hop. Yeah. And he might be right, but I just like, if it's politically minded, either it has to be politically minded or it's funny. For sure. Like, I love Lonely Island. Shampoo! These dudes is comic relief! Whoopee! And I'm the motherfucking monster! Have you heard of Sister Soldier? Sister Soldier? I could say that name, be saying the name wrong, but she's on a, one of the Public Enemy videos, and I never heard of her before in her uh -uh. life. We are at war! Come on! Black Yeah, I know you've heard of Soldier Boy. Yeah, oh yeah. Put up in my old school, fucking up that Pro Tools, Super Saiyan swagger, bitches on my dick with a... Apparently now the listener has heard it too. Damn it. Yeah, I like, I like a lot of rap music. I think rap music nowadays can get repetitive and I'm kind of over the style that is taken over, which I guess would be from... I guess the SoundCloud rappers very uh, just kind of I don't know it, it feels like it lacks energy <laughs> and sometimes big dumb rap songs are fun like I heard one that cracked me up the other day by this rapper called Cap G the song was I think Girlfriend Girlfriend I'm a cool I just hit your girl in my polo pajamas though gotta stay strapped like I'm Rumble dude. And she thick and she pretty. Dumb as hell. Stupid. But for some reason, it just caught me off guard. And I fucking, like, just listened to it, like, three times in a row. Because it just made me laugh. And I don't know. Something about it just wasn't okay. Yeah, I predominantly would say I like a lot of, like, 90s rap, too. Just because it all had some kind of meaning to it not all of it i think yeah at the end of this documentary i watched like that's the thing i can't listen to like hip-hop if i think it's like funny like if i think it's like sarcastically funny like oh what an idiot yeah like unless it's like boyfriend song he's being silly or whatever yeah or girlfriend whatever it's called oh but, yeah i don't know if, what i mean i think he's being silly but i think that like in general the song is just silly i don't know there's so many like silly things in rap songs nowadays like that little baby Little baby is silly as hell. It's like, what the hell is this? A rapper that constantly keeps saying wah wah wah. Oh, little baby. Yep. We're gonna have to get download so many bad songs. I'll get him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on it. Yeah, I just I used to have friends who'd be like, oh, it's so funny listening to it, and it's like that sucks, man. Like. And that, yeah. then in one of these documentaries I I watched, it was going on about how the record companies finally figured out how to, like, sell stuff to people listening to stuff like Public Enemy. Yeah. And and it just started shooting a Tupac video. And it's like, that's exactly it. Like, as much as folks like Tupac. Now I clown around when I hang around with the underground. Girls used to frown, say I'm down when I come around. Gas me, and when they pass me, they used to diss me, harass me. But now they ask me if they can kiss me. I... I don't know, I'm not into the like gangster rap stuff, and I'm not into just the fucking money and girls songs. I get that. Yeah, I just don't care. Like, I can't <laughs> care. 
Yeah, it's it's tough. I think it's fun, but it's it's definitely something that's like I don't know. I kind of treat rap music sometimes like classical or instrumental music, where it's more to me about the actual music than the lyrics. Like a public uh, enemy and the Bomb Squad, who yeah. produced a lot of their albums, including Chuck D. Who again, Chuck D is a fucking genius. <laughs> Yeah. And they put layers upon layers upon layers upon layers of shit on all those songs. It's awesome. Yeah. Which is nice, you know. I mean, I think there that's one thing to say about rap music today is there's a lot of producers out there and they do make great stuff and their music sounds great. It's just sometimes the rappers that they get featured on there or they sell the beats to just doesn't work for it. Like, uh God, I'm trying to remember uh a specific producer but i i can't i'll i'll probably remember later just or you can ask factbot yeah factbot do not worry johnny mama factbot will help you remember the producer you are thinking of it is clams casino with the money can be can i get a witness can i get a witness can i get a witness Good old Clams Casino. Now, take your memory pills next time, Grandpa. Thanks, Factbot. (laughs) I think that's one thing that producers today are a lot more interesting, where there were, like, only, like, I've never, like, talked to Dre Beats. I think Dr. Dre's beats are so repetitive and stupid like i mean you can think of the most stereotypical beat and it's probably a dr dre beat public enemy at least like chuck d and the way they wrote their music you could tell everything and like flavor flaves really smart when it comes to uh, like creating actual music too um i didn't know that yeah he like plays like every instrument i believe why didn't they both worked at a radio station like Chuck yeah. D and Flava Flav. Yeah, I don't, know what, I don't know what that means. I know I Chuck D is like a heavy co- record collector. With, for sure. Uh, along with the rest of the dudes in the Bomb Squad. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, something about that just really changes things where like, at least from my knowledge of Dr. Dre, and this sounds like a super dig on Dr. Dre, because I, I don't mind the guy. I just think his beats kind of suck. His whole background is, you know, he started in doing kind of this disco, like, hip-hop in between genre basically right before he decided to just go full-on gangster rap i think it shows i think his beats kind of have like a a certain sound to them that just reminds me of a lot of that weird early 80s not quite hip-hop yet stuff (laughs) 
Fun stuff. Fun stuff indeed. I just had nothing to add to that. I was just listening. <laughs> <laughs> I like Public Enemy. I need to listen to more Public Enemy. I did find a website, some blog spot that has all of them. Every single oh, one really? of them. I can send you the direction. I got For the sure. two before that. Yeah, How low can you go? Death row. What a brother know. Once again, back is the incredible. Rhyme animal. The uncannibal. The public enemy. The two before Fear of a Black Planet and the newest one, because I thought I'd listened to it before this episode, but I didn't get around to it. Uh. I'm not that old head will be signed by a bullet. What my generation called Marvel Code Truman. Listen to it closer as you get near it. Smells and sounds like teens hear it. So I bet it. it's not that great, unfortunately. But, so soon you'll be listening to Public Enemy, but for now, what have you been listening to? Oh, man. If you don't live in Southern California... Or I guess maybe California as a whole. Probably don't know that May and June are the coldest months of the year for us. No. Uh, yeah. So we locally call May May Gray and <laughs> June Gloom. June of Gloom. <laughs> Say it again. June Gloom. Ooh. Yeah. So it's your birthday, Gloom Fourteenth. <laughs> Yeah, it is emo season. It is prime emo season. I've been listening to uh, a little band from Orlando, Florida called You Blew It. The apple on your shoulder at best. But I can't begin to make you understand. I can't. They are, uh, like I said, a emo band from Orlando, Florida. Started around 2009. They kind of stopped making music in 2017. And then, I guess, kind of reformed a band. But the vocalist, Tanner Jones, he actually owns and runs a coffee and bodega in Orlando called Easy Luck. Which is just a Connor reference. She moved. That's oh Jesus! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've been specifically listening to their last record. Want to pronounce it Abidrop? Honestly, beginning to end, that record is amazing and probably the best place to start for You Blew It, which kind of sucks because their earlier stuff is good, but it's it's kind of, it borders that line of like, it's kind of pathetic. <laughs> 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 I fell in love with uh, their one of their first records, Grow Up, dude. That's So I've kind of followed this band the entire way through. So I really appreciate that stuff. But 
Abadroth's just brilliant record. Um, songs like Like Myself. So this, this seems like there's nowhere to breathe. Actually, the opener, Epaulette, are really good tracks. They just have a certain way of making uh, emo that's very reminiscent of mid-90s emo, like uh, American football and... Even kind of bordering like Weezer, which coincidentally they have a cover record called You Blew It that is spelled B-L-U-E. And it's just a cover of the Weezer uh, has an album called the Oh You Blew It. No, no, yeah. You Blew It has an album called Yeah You Blew It. You oh, blew okay, it. gotcha. And it's uh just a cover album of the Blue album. Oh. Yeah, and it's great. It's it's fucking amazing. The Blue Album is, to me, a pretty important record, uh, especially when it comes to emo. I really like the uh, third Weezer record, uh, The Rentals. Oh, yeah, that yeah. That was really good. <laughs> the Rentals. The Rentals is a great band. Yeah. Uh, I just I like, to, re- I just to, like to think that's the third Weezer record. Yeah. I know. Oh, man. We could have an entire Weezer podcast, but nobody wants that. Yes. Yes. Nobody <laughs> wants that. I do. What's your name? <laughs> Rivers Cuomo. Oh, Rivers. Get the hell out of here. Nobody cares about you anymore. But we have a new cover record. Oh, God. His voice dramatically changed from the time he stepped in here. Yeah. And the time we kicked him out just now. I know. Always sounded like Count Chocula. <laughs> Welcome to Count Chocula's castle. Spooktacular, is it not? You will have a wonderful time with me and my friends here. I'm more of a Frankenberry man. Oh, no, no. You got it. That's a booberry. <laughs> That's a booberry. <laughs> that's, uh, that's Weezer has an album called the Boo Album. The Boo Album. <laughs> oh, I want to hear it. Another. Oh, I forgot. Keep doing what you're doing. It's a record they released in 2014. That's that's actually probably the start of when you really want to dig into their catalog. Like I said, grow up, dude. Fun, dumb record. If you like very sad sounding, kind of slow songs, same as the past is present. 
the past is present has more of that kind of emo thing that you see. They have a song called Kevin, You're Such a Disease, which is a Home Alone line. I know it. Yeah, so it's it's a lot of that, but they really became their own band towards the end, and it's sad to see them go, but you know what? If Tanner wants to go and start a bodega, like, what what you going to do about that? <laughs> Named but, after Connor Oberst lyric. Oh, yeah. Or song. <laughs> I saw them live, uh, which was awesome. Saw them with uh, two other emo bands, Free Throw and... I'll get out. When was this? Uh, this was a while ago now. This is probably oh. back in 2017. Ah. Yeah. It was while they were touring for the Abadrot, but uh, right before they announced that they were going to a foreseeable hiatus. It's wild the things that come out of Orlando. There's a very bad band called the Renamux from Orlando. Oh, yeah. Anything else from Orlando that's good. Yeah. You know, it's weird because, like, half of the emo bands or, like, the new emo bands that I like are from Florida. Um, Orlando specific? No, like Gainesville, Orlando, and then um, Free Throw is actually from Tennessee. It seems to all be coming from that south. Although, All Get Out's from Austin, Texas, I believe. Who? All Get Out. All Get Out. Okay. I don't know who that is. Like, I'm supposed to know who that is. Like, <laughs> oh, Texas, huh? I know everyone in Texas. You know, there's just a lot of connections with other bands for You Blew It. Oh, yeah, the other big one, which is probably my the second, like, in my opinion. No, honestly, they're probably my favorite new, like, emo band is The World is a Beautiful Place and I Am No Longer Afraid to Die. actually from connecticut though but again yeah emo is just coming out of the east and uh you, you all if you like emo you, you should check them all out because i will <laughs> i guess that's all i gotta say about you blew it i mean it's hard to keep discussing emo because i know a lot of people don't like it <laughs> that's fine i do a whole ska podcast so it's true but for all the people who uh, don't love a genre, there's a lot of people that do and would love the fact to hear something that is a thing they like. This you know? is true. It yeah. is true. If we were to do an episode on Cajun Industrial, people would be like, oh, hell yeah, finally. <laughs> <laughs> that would be amazing. I don't even know anything from that genre. 
Cajun that, industrial. That's how we suddenly start. A Cajun industrial band. Yeah, now. That is amazing. That is an amazing thing. You know what we should call that band? What? Good nighties. Good nighties. Good nighties band. Good nighties to Earth. And uh. Jack Sigma War number forty-three. What? Jack Sigma War number forty-three. I don't know what that means. That's a podcast episode. Oh, hey, whoa! Reverse that. Good nighties. It has been a year since no Eric. Holy shit! Yeah. Maybe we should call him. <laughs> we'll give him a call. <laughs> oh work. yeah. I gotta. I. Uh, I'll tell you next episode, everybody. Good nighties. Good night. Good night to you and 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 not you and you. Love you. Good night.